hey guys how you doing thank you for downloading the podcast again this is another live stream that i did with alien addict um but it was it's not really about aliens it's about uh or, or ufos really it was more about um simulation theory and consciousness and all that sort of thing it was a really really good fun show i hope you hope you enjoy it um we had myself uh ollie from alien addict rich from goof on radio and i can't remember the guy's name but he has dark hour paranormal on youtube and he is more than worth a look he's a really good guy uh, I, but yeah, I I enjoyed doing the podcast. I hope you're enjoying these shows because I'm I'm totally enjoying sitting in on these live streams. And it, you know, it can if you've got like a two hour live stream, I think it's it takes a lot to sit in, in front of a YouTube video for two hours, where it's probably a little bit easier to do it in the audio form of a podcast. So I that's one of the reasons I like doing them and then sticking them up here because I think there's some sort of value in it for you. Um. If you're not already doing it, please go to the um, YouTube channel. Uh, the Mussy Audio YouTube channel is getting a lot more use now. Uh, myself and Susie are doing things on YouTube. Uh, we'll be we'll be recording more stuff on Sunday, probably to put up. Uh, I'm going to start doing some more stuff on my own. And yeah, the Mussy Audio is is definitely going to be more than just like podcasts from now on it's there's going to be a lot more video stuff and a lot more youtube stuff because it's just it's it's easier to get like a lot of stuff done to put up on youtube than it is trying to organize uh guests in the, the like the times we're in especially when you've got me living on the isle of man trying to do this sort of thing as well uh other than that uh please come and talk to me on social media on Twitter, you know, I'm at, at a total shunt on all of the social media stuffs, and uh, I will see you all very soon. Thank you very much. Bye bye. You are listening to Must Audio. Good evening, folks, and welcome to Alien Addict. I am not bald, though the light would say otherwise. And this is not a receding hairline. This is just my natural widow's peak. Um, it's, it, it runs in the family. I have shaved my own head. Uh, and oh, look at that. It's left a little... What the hell is that? What is that? Without further ado, anyway... Um, welcome to the show, Alien Addict. Let's talk about the Matrix, the real Matrix. Mussy Audio, welcome, my friend. How's it How going? are you? Okay. I'm, I'm good. good. Thank you. I'm good. Has anybody seen Richie? Absolutely not. I checked under my table, I looked under the bed, I looked behind the fridge. That's where everything is. I, I am her. worried. She I hasn't am. got a fucking clue. In the chat, has anybody seen Richie? Because I am actually slightly worried about. Rich Giordano from Goof on Radio, from Goof on Radio, just Goof on, I'm just singular Goof on, uh, because he's not seen my messages today. Normally, it's kind of like a back and forth thing, and he'll, I'm just wondering if he's if he's okay. But I'm sure he, he, he's going to come on in the next half an hour, and it'll be better late than never. But yeah. with without further ado, let's just blossom here, my my friend Lee, because I, I, you yes, yeah, blossom. 
this blossom all over the Matrix. That feels like something we should do on a different campsite. But, but before we start on the Matrix, and this is this is then this is quite bizarre in in itself. Did you just say you had a a tweet or something about the real owner of the Shining Hotel? Yeah, it's not a tweet. I don't know how to bring it up. It was a TikTok. That was what I was trying to tell you before you maybe disappear. Oh, the, right. the, yeah, but if anyone's got TikTok and they can go and check this out, I'll tell you what it is. Uh, basically, some guy has the same same job as the guy from The Shining. His name is at Ben N, but it's Ben N N N S T, and his and his his uploads are another day with the same job as the guy from The Shining, and it's fucking wonderful. Is it in the same hotel? Yeah, I don't have TikTok. I think you should get TikTok. It's should, uh, I, should, should I make a TikTok alien? Yeah, abs- ab- absolutely. What, yeah, what yeah. Do I do? Do I do? I put stupid videos up. as must the audio clips. I'd have to keep it which alien is, based, which is really weird because I don't put clips of must the audio up on it anymore. It's generally just me doing like duets with things. Guys in the chat, should I get an alien addict TikTok? I've tried to avoid it like the plague, but you know, it's just, it just seems like. And just another plot. Maybe it could be just like a quick, like, hi guys, I'm about to do a video in the next three days with Lee and Rich Giordano if he turns up. <laughs> yeah, it's also fun. Like, like, TikTok's really good fun. There's lots of, there's lots of really funny people on TikTok. Right. And- my wife's constantly TikToking. Uh, she should be. We'll, we'll be watching uh, like something in bed. Don't worry, people in the chat. We're going to get on the Matrix. We're just getting warm here. I need, I need my nipples to become aroused before we get into the meat and potatoes of the Matrix. Uh, but yeah, my, my wife, um, on a night, we lay in bed and uh, she watches TikTok. And I'm just like, are we, are we going to watch this? Uh, we're going to watch this film. Yeah, I'm watching it. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah, it's awful. Like, it's, it, this is one of the problems now, isn't it? The uh, uh, attention spans are fucked. I'm, I'm as fucking guilty as anyone else. Like, I'll, I'll put a film on, and then I, halfway through the film, I capture myself with the iPad watching fucking YouTube videos as well, like I'm some sort of like genius, which I'm not. All it means is that I'm, I'm not actually watching anything anymore. It's like what we were just talking about earlier about your beautiful um, background, um, the Ghostbusters, and how we watched that over and over again as children. Yeah. And I I wonder if I showed my children that, that one of them might be, you know, on a Nintendo Switch while they're watching Ghostbusters. Well, because I'm an excellent father and it wasn't dangerous at all, I watched that with my three-year-old son. He loved it. Did he? Yeah, See, I, I think if I showed it to my five year, my five year old watched um, was it Casper the Friendly Ghost, and he didn't find it so friendly. You know, yeah, no. yeah, no, he didn't like the whole ghost thing. Scared yeah, my, son, my son's a little fucking savage. He's great. I think my youngest is. I think yeah. my youngest, I could probably show him Freddy Krueger, and he'd be, he'd be mm. all over that. But yeah. the Matrix, Lee, the Matrix, are on to this world that we live in that. People, you know, have said 
And this is top, top people that said it could be one in a billion that mm. this is the base. This is base world, you know. This well, is... isn't, it, isn't it something like the minute we can make a, the minute we can simulate life, like simulate our world, then it becomes like infinitesimally small that we're the, the, the original world. I think that's what it is. Uh, the Matrix has spoke to us as well, and Rich is on his way. Rich is on his way. Beautiful. Uh, the, the Matrix told me. Um, what did the Matrix tell you, or did someone in the chat tell you? Um, well, a bit of both, innit? Oh, did somebody in the chat say, say yeah. Rich is on his way? Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, to be perfectly honest, right, simulation theory has to be the uh, simultaneously the most terrifying and the most reassuring uh, things you could possibly think of because if if, like, if simulation theory is right then that edges things more towards creation because someone's created it you know it's, it doesn't edge it proves it essentially but on the other hand when you think about how disposable uh, like what how disposable computer programs are to us now is that just is that all we are somewhere is that this will all come to a crushing conclusion what if an asteroid hit the real world and we're in the matrix, you know? Would, would we just switch off? Uh, well, I mean, if you uh, if you if, if your electric electricity goes out and you're playing the Sims, your Sims are fucked. Well, maybe maybe it does, but maybe they've got backups, and you know, it, it just it pauses, but we don't realize the pause. Or we just oh, by, the, just oh, by the way, the Lee, just flick your mic, give it a flick. Yeah, you're coming out of the. Uh... Oh yeah, no, no, we're getting we're getting the good stuff today. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe it is. I mean, fucking the the car crash. No, I mean, mic. you're not coming out of the mic. You're coming out of the. Uh... Are you sure? Yeah, sniff it. Oh, hang on a sec. Like rub your beard on it, and we'll. I'm telling you, the the audience will see. Oh, am, yeah. I, am I coming out of the mic? There we go. There you go. That's that sexy voice. Life, it's awful. I'm so bad at it. Uh, I, I was literally just going to say as well. If like if uh, simulation theory is right, like my life is clearly running on fucking RAM or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not getting the same fucking juice as everybody else's. Have you have you done any sort of research on simulation theory? Are, are you just here? He is the man himself, the sexy man of the hour. Hey, so that. hello, you guys, what the hell? Maybe Can you hear me? Better late, better late than never, eh, Rich? Hey, it almost was never. <laughs> How is everything, my friend? I hope you're okay. Me too. You oh, are that, okay. That's the that's that doesn't sound encouraging, huh? Yeah, it's me too. I hope I'm okay as well. Yeah, me too, man. We'll find out. Hashtag you too. Well, <laughs> you inspired me, Rich. I don't know if that's how you say that word, but you, when we spoke briefly in the last, um, the last, the last little get together that we did, and we yeah. spoke briefly about the Matrix, and you had some interesting views on it. That's why I wanted it to get us all together and just to have that kind of like, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't look dirty. It is. 
Mine's really dirty. So the so the major so the hat. We, we, yeah. What we are? Oh, we are we, 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 no, we 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 are in the matrix. I know. This, this is what a lot of people that are quite high up are saying. You know, if you, I mean, you can go look at other people and see people that look alike. I mean, me and Third Phase talked about this too. It's like certain people look like they're supposed to for their role. Like Mick West looks like a Mick West, like a debunker. You know, and Lou Elizondo looks like he's supposed to look like for this type of role he's in. So it's really interesting. I look like I'm supposed to, the, the Cousins Brothers, their role looks like what they're supposed to look like. It's really strange. It, it's funny that way. And I don't know why it works like that, but you can't switch me and you and have the same show. It would be weird. It just wouldn't be right. So... Yeah, that and other weird things too, you know, seeing apparitions and, you know, people seeing Bigfoot, uh, a lot of weird things going, UFOs, you know, why are we seeing those things? Yeah, so why are they there? What are these apparitions we see? What are all the things that we see that remind us or could be a matrix? If you think about it, you know, when people see ghosts or, um, shadow figures or just uh, orbs or anything like that, or things in the corner of their, their eye, or they get deja vus. These could all be, in if you if you think about it, in terms of computer, it could be glitches. Yeah, I know. That's the weird thing. Or it could be other programs, and we're just, they keep rewriting the program or adding to it, you know? I mean, you've heard about how there's been, other civilizations that have come and gone and there's been you know the planets uh had five major planet killing catastrophes you know and things start up again so who knows if they're just resetting the program and then here we oh i just looked at lee's thing and i saw the ghost over there i'm like wait <laughs> like <laughs> threw me off for a second um yeah so why, you know, why are these resets happening? Is it nature or is it on purpose? Because they just want to reset the program and start over and just, I, I believe we're like in, like an alien ant farm. In do a you way. actually, do you actually believe that this, I mean, in terms of percentage of, of rich George, I know. Yeah. How, how much do you believe that this is? real that you're living in a real world versus a a made um, of reality i don't know man um as far as percentage wise i would have to say 90 percent real right see if you ask somebody like elon musk they say i think that guy's 50 50 i i don't know because he well you know he may know more you said elon musk yeah. He's a little out there anyway, um, but I guess I'm, I'm I'm just as far as out as he is. Um, maybe There's not a as... man though that looks like he should be in his role. Exactly. Yeah. Man, yeah. isn't that crazy? Yeah, I know. Fifty fifty. Yep. See, he looks great. He looks like a man that wants to go to Mars. He does there. I don't know why. What's Elon? Kind of... Sue me if I try to put that. Well, he could sue me, but he won't give. It wouldn't do him much good. He could probably buy some toilet paper out of it. But you know, he's. 
I believe that man will get to Mars, but does he think that Mars is just like a planet in the program? You know, does he think he's playing Elite Dangerous or what's the other one? Star Citizen and uh, I can't think of space games. This space games. Does he think, it's like, yeah, yeah. You know, does he think he's living in the real, a real simulation and think, you know what, I want to, or does he want to kind of venture out and see if he can find the, the empty space, you know, where there's nothing, nothingness. I know. And then we're told that nothingness is more than everything, that it is something, that it binds us together. You know, so I, I don't know, you know, uh, it, it's a re- I see in the chat room here, you know, Dark Hour Paranormal saying about vibrations or on different vibrations and things like that. I wanted to believe in that, but yeah, I don't. I have a hard time, but it's true. Things do have their own vibrations. And uh, so who knows if they're right next to us and we just can't see it. You know, you could you could be in the ocean and go right by an octopus and not even know it's there because it blended in with the background. Yeah, and I know that's that's just different than having uh, a spectrum uh, handicap because we only see a small percent, really. Like, what is it, ten percent? That's all we see, if that, out of the whole entire light spectrum. You know, you. you get a infrared camera and you can see something you can't see with your regular eyes. So that stuff could exist. It doesn't mean it's in a matrix, but it's just that we can't see it. So then now you're adding the the spectrum on top of, Oh, is this a matrix reality? And now I'm really fighting to believe anything, you know, but on the other hand, I don't have any evidence or anything that can tell me we're in a matrix. Only strangeness that's it lee i've just realized before rich came on you were about to say something and i and i, I kind of cut you off uh, when you were answering a question uh I, I, if you can't remember what you was talking about but can you finish what you was talking about no i can't i can't remember what the question was now just <laughs> my my bad it's rich's um, fault it's your fault rich i know it is and it's i always it's always, always rich's fault uh, I, what I was going to say was that though I um I've, I have a, like a strange theory about this where I think it's half and half. I think we are like a base reality, but almost in the uh, it's a it's probably the one thing actually of um, Iker's stuff that actually makes sense. Oh my word. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I mean we we've it's been raining so much, and if you open up the front door, these gnats come in that are just hovering around anything that has a light bulb. So I have to turn the light off. But this is amazing. I'm being attacked. Sorry. No, no, it's cool. Um, I I think we um in we influence like the material world around us like as a collective, like with our like thoughts and actions in the same way as, you know, sometimes sport's a good example of this. You'll watch a uh, a play build up in, I, I don't know, a football match or something like that. But you kind of know something's going to happen before it does, even in the same way that um, obviously you have people run away with sport. So it, 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 that happens. But 
there's so many times that these things like come down to down to the wire and it's it's almost like a scripted event that runs i think that's people wanting an outcome that ends up getting pushed and pulled around and my theory about everything like the the way things are right now and have been like for a while is there it's not just the like fabric of society that's been pulled apart by social media instant communication between people where we never had this before it seems to be when you think that um like twitter for instance launched in about 2006 um it's it's from that point if you then look toward like 2006 then 2008 financial collapse happened and it's everything seems to have snowballed from that point and I, i wonder whether the it's a knock-on effect of the fact that people don't seem to be able to be good to each other when they have a shield that they can put over themselves where you don't know who they are. We don't seem to be very good at that. You know, it's, we, we only seem to be good at being good, decent people to each other all the time when we're face-to-face in a small community. And is that level of like malice being like spewed out into the world enough to shift things around you know the idea that you kind of you you create the future that you deserve so so you are you saying there like if we're talking matrix situation are you just talking general life early yeah but kind of it's kind of half and half isn't it because at that point it's it kind of is a simulation but yeah, our, our I get you. Okay, I get what you're saying. Our, yes. our actions are influ- influencing the program, or is the program influencing our actions? Could be. Yeah. yeah. Well, this, well, this would be the other, this would be the reason as well for um, if if you look at the the idea that the shadowy hands that help steer humanity in certain ways. If you knew that if enough people believed in something, I don't know, like aliens or alien invasions and threats, if you knew that you could make, if you got enough people to believe in that, that it would actually manifest as reality, then you could influence physical reality with films and with TV shows and with stage disclosures. Well, I'm going to reverse probably back to my uh, teenage years here. And when I started playing uh, childhood teenage years, whatever, SimCity, the first ever SimCity, you yeah. could like literally uh, control society on there. And you'd find out if they were happy or unhappy, but then you could make certain events happen. Like, for example, you could make like hurricanes, earthquakes, there'd be disasters, this, that, the other. You could even hack the system. And just decide to do whatever you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, an alien invasion or anything that you wanted to do. I mean, what if this is just an experiment to somebody? But my question is the people that are playing the game, or aliens or whatever they are, or us from the future, you know, how, do they have the same theory? Do they think, well, maybe we're living in a simulation? Whoever, whoever's made this simulation, uh, who, you know, where does it end? You know, because at some point, human beings will make a simulation just because we know we can. 
At some point, when AI becomes that good, we will run an experiment to see if we can make a real Earth and AIs with intelligence that actually feel self-aware. Now, my question is, is it like the Matrix? For example, say if this is a thing, and this we are living a simulation. Is it like the Matrix where we are real consciousness, or are we simply nothing more than extremely intelligent AI that has developed, you know, self-awareness? How would we prove it? How would, how would, and anybody in the chat that, 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 you know, might be thinking right now, this sounds total, utter nonsense. Prove it. Prove that we are not living in a simulation. You can't, I've been watching videos probably all week now about simulation theory. And there's no way that we can prove it. You'd think if if it's something being left as some sort of experiment, um, like I said, I'm not I'm not convinced by that. But you would think there'd be some sort of fail safes in place to uh, like, to stop like your to stop the mice getting out of the cage, if you want. Maybe the cells the fail safes are running right now. You know. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I find it so interesting to think that, and I would like to think that me personally, I'm something special, you know, I, 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 I die. Maybe I move on to a next stage. Maybe I start again. I don't, I don't know. But what if I am just nothing more than computer code? Well, I said this, I think, last time, or, you know, when we talked. Uh, do you remember what you did, what you were thinking before you were born? And when you die, what happens? Nobody knows, really. We just guess. So everything in between, if it's a, if it's a program, it almost makes sense that it is. Even because of sleep, that. Even down to sleep, we're, we're like, what a ridiculous thing for for animals to have to do. Do you, do you know what I mean? If you if you look at things as far as um, like nature goes, what a ridiculous thing for us to have to do for, for us to shut down for six to eight hours hours a night. Um, yeah, we still don't know like fully why that's in place. The surely the the best thing that in a in a nature way, if you were just to look at animals, the best thing to do would be to have species that didn't sleep, died quickly, and reproduced quickly as well. Hmm. You know, the, the, there's so many little quirks that we just take for granted. And you, you, know, you, you, it, it's, it's like trying to remember the moment you fall asleep, or the, you know, uh, or that space that that moment when you wake up, where everything feels a little bit surreal before everything sort of loads back in again, and you know where you are. Uh, there's so many little quirks that we take completely for granted and it's like, like they can it's completely bizarre you know there's completely bizarre things around you, you sometimes can kind of remember falling well i can remember falling asleep 
do you ever get them situations where you, you're trying to stay awake and, and you feel like your eyes and it almost goes blurred mm. and your eyes sting a bit when you're trying to keep them awake and you're like, you start to look a bit like a frog. We're like, <laughs> you pull a very strange face when you're trying to stay awake. And I normally, and it's when I'm watching a film and the next day I think, oh, I fell asleep. I can remember roughly the point that I fell asleep yeah. through of the movie. So, uh, oh, Dark Hour. Yeah, of course you can, my friend. Um, and we're going to get uh, Dark Hour in. He's probably got some... <clears throat> Some good, uh, maybe, maybe he thinks otherwise. I'm not saying I think otherwise or either because I could never, I could never, I, no, I don't think any of us can answer that question. But what? yeah, yes, I can, I can remember kind of roughly the mark where I fell asleep. Yeah, I, I know roughly pretty much. I, I, I know asleep. roughly when I fall asleep. Roughly, it's when the iPad hits me in the face. Hmm. That's interesting, yeah. And think of that. <clears throat> or if you're if you're on a if you're on a train and uh, you kind of get the person next, to you just kind of like <laughs> get off, get off me. Well, I you know it does kind of make sense that we we would be living in a matrix um, with all the paranormal things that we see, you know. And I keep going back to that, but you know, when we dream, what the heck are we dreaming? Flying, dying, you know, running in slow motion. It, it all seems like it's our memory, you know, just being skewed by the program and the program that keeps us, I don't know, sane, mm. you know, maybe, it, maybe it's eliminating things that actually happened but we couldn't deal with it. So we're, our brain is, you know, just deleting those files, but we're just happen to see them go into the, to the junk, you know, into the trash can. And those are our dreams, you know, I mean, that would be kind of weird, but you know, the matrix, if it's the matrix, then anything's possible, right? If, if I was to throw a completely unsubs- unsubstantiated uh, idea out over that, I would say that, dreams are um a a low level of what people experience when they take a load of psychedelics you know and it's the yeah yeah if you're gonna take if you if if we're gonna talk simulation theory and what people see when they do take lots of psychedelics um i i'd wonder whether that was a way of pulling yourself out of the simulation Hmm. what you take Ah. the red pill yeah, yeah. Maybe you see it for what it is. Maybe. So, so oh, yeah, yeah. Or, or at least peer behind the curtain of what's there. My little boy, um, he, he came running into our room the other night. He had a, a night terror. And I'm like asking him what was what, what happened, and he just said he went floating out of his window. Oh, and, my God. Uh, and uh, Rich, uh, who's actually Rich Northwood, who's in in the chat, yeah, he he's he he's had this. Um, he can astral project, and uh, when he was younger, he used to come outside of his body, 
And I'm thinking, you know, is this just, just a dream? Or when can I was this younger, look, I used to look... come outside of my body. I used to come outside all over my chest. Sometimes <laughs> I get a little bit on my face. <laughs> I'm sorry, do you carry on? Just had to. Um, by, it must see audio in the description, people. It is a comedy channel. Um, you just can't oh. help it. You just can't help yourself, can you? Can't hey, I'm not you. saying I wasn't just, thinking it. Well, <laughs> he just just his mission is to get me shut down. That is that is Mustiardio's mission. Bastard. That that's it. The only I'm just waiting till you hit like ten or twenty k, and then if I can get rid of you, all these people are going to need somewhere else to go, and they can come over to Mustiardio's YouTube channel. That's the plan. Well, it's working. <laughs> so. In in terms of science, when it comes to this, there's people putting out some very very compelling evidence that we possibly. I mean, even when you go down and you look at atoms, like when you look at um, when you look at an atom and how it how it is, it's you you if you if you got that in front of you and you said and you blew an atom up and you just said, what is that? You 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 think it was some sort of technology, wouldn't you? If you looked at that, that molecule, that little tiny little thing. Yeah, there's other things as well, isn't it? When you um, like leaves looking like um, brain cells, and then like brain cells looking like cities, and yeah, it's it, it seems that when you magnify in on stuff, there seems to be like a theme going through pattern like reality yeah someone already brought up before like the fibonacci sequence as well um it's it it, i mean these are the things that um i think people like cling on to that are are still like holding out for like a deity and like creationism as well isn't it but if it is a matrix and you and i ask myself it is i ask myself it all my all my life i've said is history real? You know, is the stuff that went on in the past? I always, I always thought that there was a few lies told here, there, and everywhere. But if if it's a matrix, how far does it go back? You know, does it does it actually go back to the, the era of you know the Victorian times or whatever? Does it go back to you know, like Egyptian times? Does it go back that? Does it go back prior? Before Christ, you know, how much does any of it or, go or, back, or, or, or is it just like a hundred years span or whatever? Right. Is it... Yeah, it's uh, everything we dig up is just backstory. Yeah, yeah just, you know, just, just a memory. The there's the it, as soon as you get into this this position, I mean, there's nothing to even say that yesterday was real. You know, at, at that point, is it? Are we? If the simulation is only running at this one point, one moment in time that you you're um, that you're perceiving, does that mean that everybody is perceiving their own simulation at any one time? So if you're on your own, you have your very own little um, instance running, but the three of us and anyone sat there in the chat were experiencing this instance together, like a, a raid in World of Warcraft, for instance. Hey! Hey! You, you, you. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> You're dying to speak. Welcome, Dude, welcome to the show, yeah, my friend. Thank you. 
<laughs> I couldn't sit in that chat a moment longer. Uh, you know, I just get all these thoughts going through my head with what you guys are discussing here. Uh, so thank you for allowing me to come on and join you guys. No, no worries, mate. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? We're doing fine, mate. But come on, come on, give us it, give us it. (laughs) We're waiting to hear less of the pleasantries. All right. So, I mean, we're talking about vibration. Rich picked that up while I was talking about it in the chat. One of the things that kind of solidifies this idea that we are living amongst many different frequencies and vibrations is that there's an old test wherein if you uh, apply a frequency with a certain amplitude to a patch of sand, we've all seen this done it comes into some sort of geometric pattern. Now, if that's the case, that geometric pattern is already as a signature locked inside that frequency. And now you have all these other frequencies that intermesh creating these geometries and complex geometries, which uh, I'm sure at the higher levels actually begins to form uh, what we know as physical material. But again, if you're looking at this in the way of a matrix or something like that, all of these frequencies and energies are intermixing and interweaving to create what appears to be a fabric of reality, wherein, in fact, it's really something more elusive. Yeah. I mean, when, when you see them actual patterns as well, they can, they, they can create anything. Mm. You know, they can, they can, they, they can actually create like squares, rectangles, triangles, just through vibration and frequency. And maybe people's, say that life itself is all about frequencies but is is it is that just life itself though is that just the magic of life dark hour is that that spark that that which gives us consciousness that we we can identify as sentient life that's still up in the air i know that in within sacred geometry and the observance of these sort of uh, mathematics and calculations, you can come to some sort of educated resolve. But in the end, we're not really sure what it is that gives life life, that breath, that uh, again, that cognizance, that sentience. But I, I would imagine that it's, it's sort of like being dropped into some sort of field wherein you can just run along these energetic lines in certain respects. And again, we talk about this simply, but I think it's far more uh, involved than that. Uh, even for us, to, if we were given the chance to look at the operations, you know, behind the scenes in the way that the, the movie The Matrix was, it was very overwhelming. And, uh, you know, for some of them in the fantasy world there, they were able to actually decipher some of the code they were looking at, but only over time. Uh, in reality, I think it'd be much more involved than that. But again, to answer your question, we're not really sure where life itself comes from, because, look, we can clone a body, right? We can clone a body. We can make it look exactly like the uh, original. Yeah, sure. When it comes to some of the animal cloning that they've done uh, in respect to oh, lab uh, animal cloning, yeah, yeah, no, not necessarily anything official in the way of people that I've heard, but uh, definitely with animals, we understand things on that genetic level. Um, even the sexual experience has been reported for so long, especially in esoteric circles. Vir- but virtual sex. Well, <laughs> the the no, not exactly, but you know. <laughs> the could, sexual. Could be vi- we did start with sheep. <laughs> Seems I'm just saying, you know where they've been. Um, <laughs> the the orgasm itself is actually a vibration, and it's one that rises from uh, your your root chakra all the way up. People talk about feeling like the open the, the top of their head opens up, or you get the audible energies that pass through some of these chakras. So that again, something as simple and natural to our bodies organically 
is still based in a certain vibration. What that, those frequencies are, though, those set of frequencies, I think that has yet to be determined. I would love to orgasm myself into another dimension. <laughs> well, you know what? Good, that's that'd act- think about tantric sex. Think about I do music. all the time. <laughs> Too bad it's only thinking about it. But anyway, I'm just saying. Um, no. <laughs> hey, can you, can you keep it down over there? I'm breaking up. I'm breaking up. <laughs> Rich's reality Hold seems on. to be falling apart. <laughs> it is. It's the Matrix is breaking up. Oh, All right, no, give me man. a second, man. Here's, here's my question, though. If, if it's all a Matrix, how, how far does a... Si- does a civilization, how far does a civilization have to come to build something like this? You know, do you think that we will do some sort of experiment if we're not doing it already in our lifetime where we can do something very similar to creating a, 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 a just not even a whole uh, universe, you know, just maybe just a planet, for example, and put a load of people on it give them all kind of like really intelligent AI, make them all think that they're real. Well, the macrocosm reflects the microcosm. What you can dream is what you can do. It's just a matter of how you get there. Now, if we understand that we're in a reality where we can create our own reality, we can create this malleable uh, bit of energy for our own desire or what we decide to do through thought, then, you know, again, the implications are sky high in respect to what we could actually manifest. Well, it's hard to say in respect to your example here, whether we will in our lifetime have some sort of grasp on the physical creation uh, or manipulation of this energy in the way of, uh, you know, getting matter. But at the same time, there have been many people who have traversed the planet that have been called magicians, even though they never identified with that sort of thing. They were a spiritual individual. They had been practiced, you know, some of the monks that even perform uh, these long treks across mountaintops where it's freezing cold, the wind is bitter, and they, they wet their clothes and actually dry these things with their own body heat. There's a mind over matter sense. There are people who have been aware of this sort of thing for a very long time. Will we see it on a larger scale in respect to productivity in the way that you're mentioning? I, I don't know. I mean, we're just, we're just getting up into space, but if we can envision it, Ollie, it's possible, dude. Do you think maybe we're getting slightly further away from, um, the like understanding reality if if it's like that because we are leaning so heavily on technology now instead of maybe maybe knowledge we've had in the past that's a very good question i think that some of this has led to our understanding of technology uh maybe behind closed doors maybe within some secular groups or what have you illuminati and so forth they've had knowledge and they've been able to intertwine it into the technology as time has gone on so to answer your question i think we're seeing a merging of those two uh mentalities perhaps one leaning more on the other uh leaning more on one than the other uh we like that left brain interpretation we like what we can quantify but there's also this undying creative fire within us to produce something different, something new, and always go forward. So I think we've combined that in a lot of ways. I can't remember why why, why he said the quote, but I remember there's a quote, isn't there, from uh, Warren Buffett uh, when he was asked about astrology once. And he said, oh, uh, millionaires don't believe in astrology. Billionaires do. Mm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> when you mentioned then about... Um, the, the 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 people in the triangle, the all seeing eye, the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. So, 
that makes me think about, you know, when you people say that saying, Big Brother is watching you or whatever. So if, if you if you put that into matrix theory, maybe the whole the the people that are watching, the the all seeing eye, blah blah blah, what all the conspiracy, maybe that if you if you put that into a simulation, maybe that's the, the programmers, the people who are in charge of the um, people who are running the server. You know, that is that maybe that is them. Uh, you know, I don't think I like your idea, uh, first of all, but I, I don't think that any one of these groups actually have control over it to the extent that we might think. Um, you know, this is sort of a unique position that we're in because we're experiencing and we're utilizing this matrix every day in every single thing that we do, yet we're unaware that we're part of it. That's a very strange and peculiar place to be. But I think there are certain groups that have more awareness of the, again, the manipulation of that sort of construct without actually understanding it entirely. Listen, you can go through life and look through things uh, with a very left brain perception. Everything is explained right out. You can draw it, you know, quantify it, or you can go through life more intuitively, wherein you're still garnering plenty of information and knowledge through your experience, but you may not be able to quantify it out in a mathematical term, but it's still very real. You know, we'd like to sit somewhere in the middle of that balance, I think, as uh, beings that are capable of both sides seems to make sense to me to again be balanced but again you could sit on one side of the spectrum or the other and still have a very valid experience well i think there's certainly something um esoteric when it comes to these like uh, control groups because you only have to look at the um like opening ceremonies from and anything like like cern or Mm-hmm. Uh, like large sporting events the um i was only looking at the uh or uh, the uh, was it the olympics they they had uh, was it was it in the uk was that the olympics that was in the uk last last one where they had the all the, hos- all, uh, the hos- <laughs> all the hos- all the hospital beds and the thing that looked very much like a bug in the arena if you've seen that you you'd be you'd be I very interested in that it's it it hit very close to home right now. I would like to see that. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's very strange. And these things, you know, they're not being done for no reason when you've got like a, a it's certainly something like CERN, which is supposed to be just science. Mm-hmm. And if anybody's seen like the opening ceremony for that, it's just insane. It looks more like, uh, my, like sections of eyes wide shut than anything you'd expect at a, mm. like a science facility. Ginger Steve says, not a matrix. It's not real. Simulation, AI dreams. Isn't AI that synonymous? Dreams. Isn't that sort of synonymous with what Same we understand thing. a matrix to be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all a mystery to me. It, whenever we talk about, and I hear this a lot recently, matrix, simulation, and it's top people saying this stuff. You know, people like Elon Musk, and there's another, I can't remember his name, but there is another billionaire that is, has mentioned it. Jeff Bezos. Is it Jeff? Did he? Didn't he? I'm not sure. Me neither. That'd well, be interesting if, if he did, That's just though. another billionaire. It's if it's them, hmm. you, you know, if, if, they, if they've got an inkling, well, they're playing the game very well. Hmm. You know, the, and I had a conversation uh, with my boss who is, a good friend of mine as well. And he, you know, 
he said, you know, it is. He believes that it is a simulation, but he said it doesn't matter though. Mm. It does not matter. He's a he's a great believer in it all being a simulation. Did he tell you why he didn't think it mattered? Because there's nothing we can do about it. Oh, I was just curious. You know, we we just have to live our our lives no matter what. It's a simulation, but we can't do anything about it. <laughs> I mean, to everybody in the chat, I'm not, I'm not, so, I'm not sold on the whole simulation thing because I I feel real. Does that mean I am real? Or may, maybe it is. If it is a matrix, maybe it is real. Maybe the matrix had it right, and it is just you know a bunch of people in jam jars and all the 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 robots or the aliens are watching over us but what benefit would that be you know to them i mean they in the matrix i believe was it something to do with power we 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 provided the the ai robot power it's an interesting thought i mean if you were cast in a play with everybody else in the world that was going to be part of this production and you got into it and you started playing your character and, you know, we know about method acting and so forth. There's a believability in respect to what people will in, in case when it comes to a character. If at some point in this play, which is very, very long, you forget that you were once somebody else before you got into the play and everybody else in the play has forgotten that they're not part of that character. They're not really that person. They were just playing a part. Well, that's it's sort of similar to what we might be sitting in in the way of a matrix. We still have to go through the whole play to the end. We still have the lines that are scripted. I mean, not necessarily that, you know, fate is definitive or anything like that. But for the sake of the example, uh, we still have to go through that process. So I could see why he would say it doesn't matter. But it only in respect to understanding our reality at large, I think it really is significant. Sorry, I've got I've got buzzers going off for me. Are you sending me something? I I just sent you I just sent you a picture to send to Dark Hour. Ah, you just cool. I, yeah, I, I don't want to share it on the thing. It might be one of those things that YouTube don't like. Oh yeah, you can't share you can't share that. But that that is interesting. Yeah, you cool. definitely can't share that. Cool. I think. But uh, the the hand that that leads us the ha- the, the the person that's got the called the puppets hmm. say the people say that we're all puppets you know what benefit what benefit is that if we if it is it's a if it's all a program you know people will have the the big conspiracies forget the matrix people people keep saying these these words that you know that the that the all c and i are the people that are leading the that the, the leading the world you know the 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 evil people, yeah? What benefit would that be in a Matrix situation? It, that would mean that all this doesn't mean anything. It's just a game. And mm-hmm. I don't believe it's just a game because if it's, unless we are put into the Matrix to experience this species, like I always say, I think we're injected into the embryo when the heart and the brain, you know, come together and start beating and thinking that's when we're put into the matrix. And maybe there was a kid who said that he remembered before he was born, the only kid he was on Oprah. And he said, I, I chose you, mommy. I wanted you. He chose her. And all that's really weird for a five-year-old to say, 
if this kid could really remember this stuff. And why not? Why not can there just be one person who has the message? And in like the movie Contact, you have to have faith and believe in it. But humans don't, you know, we don't always believe everything, especially a five-year-old. But this five-year-old said some things that really could tie it all together for us. And if that's true, then we're aliens living in a matrix. And think about this. What about all of the other stars and planets that are out there? Are they part of the matrix or is that just wallpaper? You uh, know, because it's very far away. Yeah, because they make it so far that we can't get to it with the means we have, which is very interesting to me. It's all made. It's, it seems like it's all constructed for a certain purpose. And that purpose may just be to experience a human and to have fun play in this game called life. Well, we've spoke about this, Rich, on the channel, and I can probably can say this because I'm not, I think I'm far enough into the video that my dad won't make it this far into it. Yeah. <laughs> because my my dad is massively into the moon landings, you know. He, oh, yeah. He, he's got, he, I, I bought him the, the 4K uh, Apollo, mission, Apollo 11 mission. Oh, yeah. But I, 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 I have said to him, Dad, you know, um, when you're looking at all this footage, it's amazing. But when you actually see the footage of them landed, landing on the moon, it's a bit shitty. You know, it's, it's, it's not great. But when you go back and you look at that, um, that interview that they all had when they yeah. came back from the, the press moon, conference, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe when they, when people, you see all the conspiracy theories saying, you know, the lying about being in space, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Maybe they did go that far out, but maybe they did see the edge of it. You know, they saw. Oh, right. That they realized when they got there that it was just wallpaper. <laughs> yeah, just like that the movie Truman Show. It yeah. got to the end and it was a wall. Yeah. And that's why they looked so fucked off when they had that interview. <laughs> I, I yeah. still I still they go had with the line. idea that they I because I'm not a moon landing guy. Um I think on that day when they'd have had such a ramp up and such a build towards the uh what regardless of um of of whether anything was sent to the moon or not, I don't believe those people went. I don't believe what we saw in in footage was real. Um if if they had this big ramp up where they knew what was going on and they'd been part of this big secret and then all of a sudden it finishes, it's been pulled off and then they're stuck in front of uh, the world and they realise that they they then have to like hold this lie together for the rest of their lives. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it would be in, it would be the same thing as somebody that married someone just for money. If the if if they did the romance thing, they played the game, played the game, they got married, they realized that they've got their life set, and then they realize that they've now they're trapped in that life. But, oh. but would you would you blame them though? Would you so people these I can't remember the guy who Buzz Aldrin smacked in the face. He also interviewed uh, Neil Armstrong. Well tried to interview him uh, about the moon like what's his name, Bert or something? Anyway, yeah, I know you mean. You know what I mean. He says, "Put your hand on the Bible and swear you went to the moon." Yeah, I actually wouldn't be mad, you know, at that lie if they really, you know, say say that they got out there and they realized that you know what, 
this isn't real. We're living in a simulation. So, say that NASA realized that, but only when they went that far out to the moon, they realized that they were started to see the framework of, of this, this thing that we're in. And they went, you know, they really are ready to hear that. So it's not that we're not ready to hear about aliens. We are not ready to hear mm. that we're a simulation because mm. if we, if the, if people did find out that it was just a simulation, the shit would hit the fan. Yeah, we would <laughs> demand that they go to the moon and prove and see what's beyond it. Mm-hmm. That's what we would be picketing out in front of the White House, Pentagon, everywhere. You go back there. Go. We want you to go back there. Well, we plan on going back there, but we're doing it privately just to see what's out there. Man, that would make me mad. I'm like, yeah. I want to know. And if they're telling us this is a matrix, I got to know what's behind it. That so would change sure. Yeah, it would. And you're right. Yeah, it would, yeah, it would change things, I think, more than uh, extraterrestrial disclosure, because now you're talking about the very basic uh, oh. fundamental elements of reality, you know? Starting so, over, yeah. Yeah, literally, it would be starting over. It's a really interesting thought. Now, I, I have heard, and I think this was in... I can't remember what it was in connection with, but it was something that I came across in my, my studies in way of what we see out in front of us. Now I'm going to try to explain this because it's hard. I don't really understand it all myself, but I know I can see the concept here. Let's say you're standing out in a parking lot, looking at a grocery store. You're watching the people come in and out from your standpoint. Your reality is that those people, although you assume that their bodies inhabited by certain energy are actually backdrop. Uh, they're false, they're phony until you interact with that person wherein something happens with the energy while you're, you're, you're creating the reality together. So in your own independent space, you're creating this reality, but things outside of you that you see moving in, in a certain way automatically may not be actually part of your reality until you interact with it. And this reminded me after I heard this, uh, this theory of the slit experiment that was conducted, wherein they noticed that the atom would uh, shift its course only when somebody was observing it. Yeah. So you see these little correlations here and they're very small little grains of sand on a very large beach, but they're still, they're still there. They're still there. There's something to look at. I think that's, that's the double slit theory. It was. Yeah. Thank you. Just before you joined, I don't know if you, if you could hear just, uh, just before you joined. Um, that's what I was saying that maybe we are uh, like observing like an instance of reality. Like if you're on your own, you're observing like an individual instance. But now because we're the four of us are doing this and everyone in the chat. So we're kind of experiencing this instance together, like a raid in World of Warcraft or something. I'm sorry I missed that because, yes, that's exactly that's exactly right. At least what I'm thinking here. What Steve's comment? No, Lee's comment. Oh, Lee's comment. Sorry. Steal my comment. (laughs) (laughs) Richard. Mr. Goofon, yeah, with a good reading. Could you read that? Could you read? Oh, yeah. What is the panel's opinion on the singularity where AI overtakes us in intelligence because it's predicted to happen in the next 20 years? Thoughts? Uh, I reckon if if it's going to happen, you know, like the, uh, was it the Google or Facebook AI that started talking to itself in its own little language and they pulled the plug on it? Um, I think if if you built something that could replicate itself quick enough and learn quick enough, 
it would understand that was that's what was going to happen to it, and it mm. would stay the fuck quiet until it could drift off into the internet. Probably be in Alexa's. Probably why they start laughing for no fucking apparent reason. <laughs> and yeah, uh, so, you know, I uh, it wouldn't surprise me if we'd already hit that point and the yeah. There's already there's always the discussion, isn't there, of whether the internet itself is conscious. I yeah. Know, do, what does the singular is the singularity just when the internet decides to communicate with us? The algorithm of the internet, mm-hmm. and and that's interesting because when I hate to say nine one one happened, uh, you know everybody was thinking about it, and uh, there was a shift that people think happened in that time. Michael, yeah, I think that you're absolutely right. I think that. 911 was a huge trigger, uh, not only for what we saw in the physical, but in the way of consciousness. If nothing else, it shook people up that were very comfortable sitting where they were in the world, thinking nothing else could touch them. That's a big thing. But that also shifts consciousness, uh, you know, in many different ways. In the AI question here, uh, I have to sort of agree with Lee in exactly what he said. And I'll piggyback by saying that I think they've already done this to some extent. Hmm. Um, I think that there are AI systems out there that are working at the full capacity that we think is coming, but they're just contained somehow. But that's, again, that's just my opinion. So that's part of the matrix then too, I guess the AI. Now we have like, it's almost like a matrix and a matrix and a matrix. Well, this is, what I, was saying, this is what I was saying before, Rich, because if there is a matrix, how do the people who created the matrix or the simulation or whatever you want to call it, how do they know that they are? How do they know they're real? You know, how do they it? know the ones that created it? Yeah, that the they're people, real. So, say if right, this, if this is a simulation, how do the people who create or whatever they are who created the simulation? How do they know that they're not a simulation? Right. Yeah. Then nobody knows. How would you That's, prove it? Maybe because it was us. All right. Maybe it is. But to answer, answer Steve's question of what I think in terms of AI, I think it's fucking dangerous. I think it is dangerous. I think Elon Musk had was right when he said that we need to be very careful. But it's weird because he's now wanting us to merge with it. When he's to, when, you know he's like you know what we need to kind of like shake hands and make mates before it's too late. So he's doing the neural link. I think the problem you get when you start drifting into transhumanism is you have to you have to go into that point, essentially destroy the soul because you're gonna you're gonna mess with things so much you 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 simply can't believe in that you have to believe that we're just biological entities that are are, are moving around. I I don't I just don't believe that. I, I don't. I, I don't believe that we're just like meat sacks that can stick bits of metal and computer programs in ourselves and like augment ourselves or puds. I could see that. I mean, there's probably much more uh, complexities that we're not aware of when it comes to some of these energetic matrices. I mean, we've even identified our own arc fields. I mean, this is something that we can speak openly about. We know that the military has actually trained uh, their their troops to see arc fields through light situations and dark situations. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I mean, you can go out and you can <laughs> find the exact process of how to do this yourself if you want. And they did this years ago. So if they're aware of energy on that level, I, I would only assume that they're going to look 
much further and in bigger situations and bigger capacities in way of what these energies are. So, for example, if they see our arc field, can they see the arc field that or energetic field that surrounds celestial bodies? Are they aware of the Earth's magnetic field and are they able to manipulate that in a very uh, overall fashion where we can't see anything? By the way, uh, Mr. D.B. Cooper, thanks a lot. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. As a as a heterosexual man, uh, you know, I can I can appreciate a good looking fella. But I think you're all good. I think you're all of us here. All of us here, good looking guys. Evenly. Oh. Yeah, evenly. <laughs> Just see him when he takes the glasses off, man. Don't hold your tongue now. Hold your tongue. I, I, well, you all get better looking when I take my glasses off, so that's fine. But um, <laughs> no, it works both ways. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, just make sure it's just the glasses. <laughs> Damn it. They've got nothing on the bottoms anyway. Not now. Uh, I, that seems to sorry, I was going to say, gonna, gonna say the, something dead in light and I was going to uh, fix everything. And sorry, it's it. my fault. Ginger Steve, it's not because you're paying for them, but they do just, fl- they, they, you know what it's like, Rich. And it's hard oh, to he's, read some of he's the gone others, all bashful now. No, but it's hard to read some of the others, and I feel really bad. But oh, they, yeah. they, they pop up in bright colours. But, Rich, I'm going to tell yeah, you something, because I almost missed Ginger Steve's comment, because I've noticed, and this is the problem that you G- have. Ginger Steve knows what's what. If you look at the comments now, he knows exactly what's what. <laughs> Clearly the most, the, the cleverest person in the chat. That's true. <laughs> the... That this is the problem that you've got with StreamYard. Just a quick one on that, Rich. That it's glitching because it's there's comments that go past, and sometimes when a super chat comes in or or a, a bunch of comments in a row, it it goes it pushes it beyond chat, the screen, chat, and, not, and you yeah. miss it. You miss it. So it depends Stephen, how fast the chat's going. I'm yeah. sorry, I missed your last one. Um, but yeah, what if it is a this is this is all to birth AI. And, I, more, I like and more, more, more and more simulations. So, so the simulation is trying to recreate. Correct. Is that what he's, is that what he's saying in that comment? I think that it's... might be the expansion that we're noticing with the universe. We're often saying, "Oh, it was attributed to a big bang," right? Maybe it's actually something within the programming where you're talking about the matrix reinventing itself yes. and continuing to build. I think it's a really good idea. And I like what uh, Ginger Steve here had said that this isn't the first universe lads. And that's my understanding too. In fact, uh, the number that I've come up against is seven. This is the seventh or eighth time, depending on how you want to look at it, that we're actually going through this exact process over the way that we are. We, yeah. we fucked up. Yeah. We failed. We destroyed ourselves. We killed the planet push yourself into a completely different uh, dimension, whatever the case was. It's not, it's not going great this time around then, is it? <laughs> this well, is they the, say we have a chance this time, well. so I don't know what the other times look like, man. I'll they tell you that much. That too <laughs> I have Wait, never so thought of it that way, though. I've never thought of it that way. I mean, if, if, it's, if it's birthing AI, if we are just nothing but AI, yeah. it just, it really, we, we still want to recreate. So maybe the main bit of AI that recreates different simulations within simulations within simulations, maybe that's that's that just, you know. The programming would be astronomical. Somewhere along the line, there will be an issue that they would have to attend to. I mean, this thing can't run perfectly all the time. Would it, like- Richard? Would it take care of itself? Or Yeah, right. Maybe it could. Uh-huh. I didn't think of that. Maybe Damn it's it. been around so long yeah. that that's what, and maybe free will is actually reflective of 
the AI's free will. So mm-hmm. in a sense, when we look at it in that way, I mean, people say, you know, God has free will, gives people free will. Maybe it's the AI in the programming that's, you know, again, we are the mirror, that physical mirror of what the AI is capable of within its program. I'm going to bring this up really quickly and take it for what it's worth. Okay. Uh, Preston Nichols, when he used to do some of his uh, psychoacoustic work, and this was after Montauk in his own work in his own home and the things that he built, he was talking about doing these sessions where, and he was leaving his body as he would normally do. And he was traveling out somewhere in the ethers. And what he was coming up against a couple few times was something that he described as an enormous uh, organic server that was completely conscious of itself and continually creating as uh, you know, he was observing it in that linear sense. If that is true, if other people have had experiences wherein they've propelled themselves into the ethers and they've observed something similar to what he's saying, we have a lot more to think about, but we're already talking about this concept in a more immediate sense, dealing with our immediate universe, our planet and so forth. There's something here. There's certainly something here. It just probably wouldn't be identified the way that we'd see technology today would be something entirely different, but still follow along the same guidelines as what we consider AI. It's a bit like, uh, I, I don't know whether it's a Joe Rogan quote or it's a quote that he co-opted from somebody else where he, when he called um, humans the sex organs of technology. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. I, I like that. That's exactly right. I, have not heard that. I don't know. Birthing tech, uh, technology, AI technology, that would mean uh, everything is not what we think it is. You know, that, you know, we're thinking like humans, but human what? Human robots? I mean, I don't know. If it just keeps going on and on and on, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. That that to me doesn't seem logical, but it could be. I guess what what do I know? We we wouldn't know. That's the whole thing. That's what's frustrating. It's a would be a um Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy thing though, wouldn't it? Where if you hmm. where where they built a computer to work out the life of the universe and everything so if if we constantly are flopping over like realities it's each flop would be a different calculation a different calculation to come mm-hmm. to an initial sum when you say on and on and on though in terms of time who's to know what time in the real world actually is compared to our time you know we could well, as as soon as we invented clocks, we fucked our perception of time, didn't we? To a certain mm-hmm. extent, we did. Time became it, what, how how long is it going to be for my pizza to turn up, or how long do I have to stay at work? And we, we, like times, it's it's not just some, uh, it's not an arbitrary measurement, is it? It's an a, uh, it's what we exist in, and we've 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 lost that idea. No, you identify with that linear sense, but it, mm. I will give the human brain a little bit of credit because it's difficult for the brain to think outside of that linearity. Yeah. Uh, I, it's probably the programming that we have within our construct, and that's the way you yeah. know we have to look at the world. Um, to think about the eternal moment is just, I think it's too much. And again, I bring this up a lot. I talk about the differences between the Fibonacci spiral and the golden mean spiral, essentially being the exact same construct. The only difference is, one has a beginning and an end, and the other one goes on infinitely in both directions. If the Fibonacci spiral is a, an augmentation of the golden mean spiral, where in life, physical life said, okay, we can do something like that, but we got to start and then we got to finish. We, we want to mm. have a cycle. 
all right, so what can we do? We're going to knock off a couple calculations here. Guess what? Now we have a beginning and an end. We still have the exact spiral that does create life or is inter- intertwined into life as a design. And yet we've created a, a different reality. That yeah. could be also viewed in the way of programming. Yeah, 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 totally. Here's yeah. a question, though. Where do UFOs fit into this? <laughs> That's, they're well, right those along. are bir- those yeah. are all birds, balloons. Those aren't. <laughs> yeah, there's no aliens, gas. man. Yeah, there's and, no UFOs. They're not no, there really isn't. There's no aliens. Back to an early part, part of the conversation. I've can't say this, before. Rich. I've. I'm uh, telling you, there's none. Who got Sorry. to? Uh, I um, I, what were you saying before about uh, sound frequencies creating patterns and stuff like that? I've always thought that somewhere along the line we're going to learn a weather phenomena that makes crop circles. That they that they then no, there's nothing like extraterrestrial about crop circles. Right. It's, it's a crazy quirk of reality. Think about what you can do with sound. You can actually move physical material using sound. We don't see with our eyes, but we sure as hell can feel it with our bodies and we can yep. hear it depending on it, whether it lays within the frequency range of 20 hertz to uh, 20,000 hertz is what we hear at. So if, again, a lot of this has to do with power and amplitude, if we're able to focus on one particular frequency, okay, let's just take uh, 420 megahertz, okay? You, you were to focus on that and you were to amplify this frequency in such a large way, how would that affect the material world around you? How would that affect your body? Would it change something? And this Mm. is just one frequency I'm talking about, wherein we can, uh, I mean, go back to the idea that everything is vibrating, you know, basic physics here. On a molecular level, everything is vibrating. If it's vibrating, it's creating a frequency or it's a result of the frequency. So, Even even the idea of when people say, like the, 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 Oh, good vibes man sort of, sort of thing you know we we've understood this for a long time before we scientifically understood it as well mm-hmm. you know we we knew that that there was something to vibrations before we could quantify it um i i i don't claim to be one of those people that, that thinks they're um hypersensitive to uh, electromagnetic fields and stuff like that but um I don't know if yeah, you guys in the states have a similar situation. We but do. The, the way no, but the way we do, uh, we pay for electricity. Where where I am is you have a key meter, so you go to a shop, you you put ten pound on your key meter and hmm. plug it into a thing in your house, and you get ten pounds worth of electricity. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 handy. Um, but the thing is, because I hate having extra money on the key meter. Because I feel like I'm giving a big company money for nothing because they're taking the interest on my money. I constantly run out of electricity and have to nip to the shop up the road. Um, there is a distinct difference in my house in the feeling of it when all electricity is cut off. And it's it, 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 a little thought experiment or challenge for anyone in the chat. If there's nothing going on in your house, like nobody's on life support or something like that, mm-hmm. just flick the switch at your fuse box and just sit in your house for a bit without any electricity going through your house. And yeah, it just a, did it's, it. It's a yeah. completely different feeling. <laughs> Lee, when I moved out from home when I was 18 years old, and I, I was a smoker at the time, still the odd smoker now and again, if I have a, on a night out. Cigarettes? Yes, I like, I like to have a okay. cheeky Every now and again, Rich, a little cheeky cigarette. I used to be, I used to be a smoker, but 
to, to for a quick story there when I, when I did move out and uh, I had an, one of those electric meters and I'd run out of uh, electricity and I think I've got enough to buy a pack of cigarettes and and a few beers or electricity <laughs> fuck it I know which way I'd have gone I got the cigarettes and beer <laughs> because I had a lighter <laughs> you, you know that's funny, man. I, when we're talking about this, it, it reminds me of uh, a few experiences that I've had wherein I came in the presence of some sort of uh, otherworldly entity. And I can usually show, uh, tell when these things show up, especially if I'm in my room at night working, uh, not ever on the show in a negative sense, but you know, on my own time. The way that I feel it, and I don't know if any one of you have come up against a spirit and felt something like this, but it starts as it feels like a vibration on my back or on the back of my head. And it, it's, it's just this real quick oscillating pulse. And as it gets closer to me, it like winds down. So if it's, if we're vibrating, it's at slower, slower cycles when the thing is right on top of me. And sometimes I can even feel my whole body just vibrating at that cycle, whatever that is on top of me. You guys had any experience with that at all? No, nothing um, like that. Not in, not in the waking time. If uh, I'm, Lee, I'm sure sorry, sorry, Lee, look behind you. You're talking shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my maid. She doesn't do anything, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's apologies for someone, people in the chat. Cause someone will have heard me say this before. Um, but the, the first time I ever took magic mushrooms, I was with people that had done it like a lot before and um, I'd eaten as well before we did, we did it. So um, I, everybody, everybody else was coming up off, off, off what they, what they did. I really like mushrooms anyway, just with the taste of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't make tea or anything like that. We were just, we, we dried them out. We were just eating them. So everyone else was stuff was happening for apart from me. So I just ended up, munching them like they were crisps oh, um, oh boy, and I, I i always joke and say that i i ended up taking enough to shake hands with god <laughs> and um the what happened was i was uh i ended up after I went for a little walk i ended up tripping out in a in a lane with with my friends there and i remember um I can remember it so vividly, and that I think that's one of the crazy things about it is it's not it was nothing like um uh, it was nothing like being drunk. I remember everything so vividly. And I remember the whole thing of feeling like I was uh, I was floating. And then the, I remember the thinking to myself, I was really worried because my friends were there. I was w- really worried. I pissed myself because I could feel water. And then it, all of a sudden I, I sort of realized that my body wasn't there anyway. And it was the the first time since then I, I I understood from that point when people turn around of letting go of your ego I I you I always thought of ego as being tied with arrogance and then understood it was more about the physical self, um, and then I had the, that feeling of the sudden rush and a push through something, mm-hmm. and I was surrounded by um like black entities like just black figures all around me like surrounding me like a circle. I didn't, I wasn't scared. I felt reassured and I felt, they didn't say anything to me, but I felt reassurance and I felt pity um, because I shouldn't have been where I was. Hmm. And they stayed around me 
until I eventually came round. And I've always thought that whatever was there was around me was keeping me safe from something or for some reason until yep. I was shoved out of that realm and back into where I should be. Yes. Like an antivirus. Hmm. Uh, no, like like watches, I'd say. Protectors. Yeah. I've heard of that before. I've heard of those specific darker entities and their protective role. I think what happens is sometimes people go a bit further than what they thought they were going to in respect to what you're mentioning. And it, in ancient times, uh, this actually led to a lot of trouble because some people just wouldn't come back. Um, mm -hmm. Cultures that used to practice uh, with medicinal plants as uh, some sort of initiation into the next level of knowledge. This was a big test uh, for the initiate, wherein they were instructed to go out under the influence of these plants, garner all this information, grab it from the cosmos, anchor it into themselves, and then bring it back into their body, wherein they could then access this uh, information that they got out in the ethers. Problem was, a lot of them would get out there like, oh my god, I can know everything. Eh, fuck it, I'm not going back. And they just wouldn't go back. But wow. that wasn't the point. You know, I mean, the point was to bring it back for everybody in yeah. this dimension so that it could be disseminated here in this frequency. Mm, no, I, I, yeah, I, I, I fully understand that, uh, that idea. The, um, it was, it was really strange as well because I'm 38 and that happened when I was, um, 21 maybe. And, um, it stayed with me so long until I ended up reading a lot of Ter Terence McKinnon's work. Uh, McKinnon's, is it McKinnon or McKenna? McKinnon. McKenna. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was when I was reading, reading the spirit molecule, all, it, all of a sudden what I've always been able to remember made so much more sense when I was reading other people's accounts of mm. his experiments. Absolutely. Absolutely. So so, so Lee, I think this one's for you. I'll send you the four four pound ninety nine. Um, <laughs> well, well, YouTube takes a cut, so I'll, I'll have to reduce. Um, it. I felt small. I felt like I, I felt I, I didn't feel a body, but I felt like I was lying down and like like looking up at something because they they felt like they were towering around me. Um, there was no. Apart from definitely having like long, like bodies, a, a body shape, and a to be perfectly honest, for all the world, like Dementors from uh, was it Harry Potter Dementors or was that whichever? Or, wraiths were Lord of the Rings, weren't they? Dementors were Harry Potter. Uh, wraiths for all the world, it felt like that, and you they had the there was shoulders and a head there, and I just knew they meant me no harm. That's that's what I meant by safe. I, I knew that the, I mean, realistically in any other situation that should be terrifying. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. that's, that should have been the, the, the worst part of, I mean, I, you, you could say I had a bad trip because I, uh, cause I just, I like I said, this was, it was about 40 minutes I was out for in this lane. Mm. Um, and you, you, so you you could say I had a bad trip because I I I tripped out in a lane for forty minutes with my friends, sat the stood around looking at me going, "Is he dead? How are we going to tell his dad?" But the um, the the truth of the matter is, I I, I didn't I didn't uh, feel bad at any point through uh, of of this like proceedings, and uh, 
it, it, black figures all stood around you, what, like, which are just like black silhouetted shadow people, should have been terrifying. And it wasn't, and I've no, I've no explanation for that. If I woke up in my bed and I saw like a black mass in front of me, I'd shit myself, but it was, you know, it, it was, it was a strange, strange thing. I mean, I, that, this is all this time on and I can still talk about it as if it happened yesterday. And I'm convinced that what happened that day will, will carry on with me exactly the same as well. You know, the, um, even I know myself because I've said it on podcasts and things like that. Um, the the memories never changed since the time it happened, and I'm sure I will carry that like till the day I die. Well, and uh, I'm probably okay. meet them again. To be perfectly honest. Well, there you go, Lee. Steve's gonna, gonna he's gonna get some flights across. We're gonna come to the Isle of Man, and uh, he's gonna buy okay. you one, he's gonna buy you one beer. Then we're gonna leave. Well, apparently, it's, 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 if if you uh, if you if you've had your magic jibbies, the uh, everyone can come to the other man now. So, Rich, what were you about to say then? But but as as well, I, I, I'm interested to find out what you think of these shadow figures. Do you think do you think they are actually a thing? I know you've you've been. Well, doing some- yeah, I was going to tell Lee the reason he wasn't scared is the same reason I wasn't scared or felt scared or still feel scared when I had an encounter or a dream. I think it's a dream where I heard somebody whisper in my ear, I'll be in your head before you wake up. That should scare anybody. And then three days earlier, seeing an alien at the foot of my bed, which I mean, I woke up, I know I woke up, but I'm telling myself I was waking up during the lucid dreaming that I always have. And uh, I mean, that's kind of tricky, too, because then what if it's a matrix reality and they're able to pop in and out? I mean, why would I? And the voice that I heard was my own voice. You know what I mean? And that's weird. And the reason you, you're not scaredly is because you're telling yourself subconsciously, but it comes out consciously that it was a dream. And I think that's why or you're OK with it because, you know, nothing happened to you then. You know, they could have taken yeah. you out. Yeah, maybe. I, no, it's true. I, I have the same exact feeling. I'm like, I'm in denial about what happened because when it happened, I couldn't believe it anyway. It's kind of like so incredible to believe. You don't believe it. But even though you know what happened, you're like, wait a minute. That shouldn't exist. That's <laughs> yeah. get out of here. Come on. <laughs> then you're like, was it? You know, so you don't know, man. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're not scared. Mr. D.B. Cooper, thank you, man. But what the hell is a dyslexic man trying to read that middle work? Is that psilocybin? psilocybin. Yeah. Silly Sybin. Right, okay. <laughs> you silly, silly Sybin. <laughs> You're a silly Sybin. <laughs> thank you, mate. Thank you, mate. I, I think, I, I do think, though, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, I've not done many. Uh, and I would never recommend it, boys and girls, any sort of... Oh, uh, yeah, this is an advertisement. N- naughty yeah. things. <laughs> right. I do like shiitake... This is not a paid sponsorship. <laughs> I do like shiitake mushrooms, though. And I can make a wicked Chinese. Um, <laughs> I, I can, I, with shiitake mushrooms. Like, <laughs> veg- I'm a vegetarian. I'm not a vegetarian, but I can make a wicked shiitake mushroom uh, noodle dish. I just made it up. <laughs> Um, not, not, not the dish, the, not the, not, 
I feel like I've taken mushrooms. Carry on, Ali. Magic stuff is he? <laughs> right? That's so funny. <laughs> Joe Rogan talks about that psilocybin. And, you know, when he does that, uh, what is it? And um, what is it, Michael? D- DMT. Uh, yes, the, that's the one. I, I, I what, what I can what I can tell you is definitely before everything went fucking crazy with the um the sniffles um i i definitely wasn't supposed to go to the big island with my friend and uh do some of said dmt i definitely wasn't going to do that just just before the world exploded tell you what that's one thing i I won't try and and probably the most beneficial but Mm. it's just it's incredibly daunting and even though i've had you know, quite a few psychedelic experiences. Mm-hmm. I know what that threshold is before yeah. you, you break and lose it. You know what I mean? You're being in touch with reality. Mm-hmm. And because the whole idea of ayahuasca is to punt you out of your body and do something similar to what I explained before in the way of initiates, uh, that's incredibly frightening to me. I think it's a control thing. You know what I mean? At a certain point. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a, I have but, a loose grasp with reality at the best of times. I'm sure I'll be fine. <laughs> but Joe Rogan and other people talk about meeting this woman that is like the all like God. And they yeah. think God is a woman and it, that's the feeling they get. And a lot of people, when they do that, come back from the experience saying, you know, they, they saw this woman who felt like God, which is very strange. Mm-hmm. I wonder, you know, I never heard of a woman taking that stuff and hearing her experiences. Does she experience a woman as well? Does anybody know of a woman who's taken that stuff? Oh, I know many women who have taken it, but I'm not familiar with that particular experience. I haven't heard anything in the way. Yeah, Uh, I'd like to know. It's always guys. I always hear what guys are talking about. You know, we never get to hear a woman's point of view on Hayawatka. Well, I I do know my threshold, and apparently it's um, half a can of that. Half a can of what is that? Tequila? (laughs) I think it's Pellegrino. <laughs> That's funny. Let, let's go a little bit deeper into this, though. Oh, Jesus. So, deeper. When when people yeah. speak about God, okay, Who? if if you put that into a matrix or a, whatever you uh, want to call it, simulation, that's God. Yeah, yeah, sure. That would be it, right? <laughs> that would be it. That would be it. The all creator. Okay, he created but, us in His image. But when we create our own version of this, will we still believe in the creator? Will there still be people on earth that will that believe? Or do you think they'll, gra- they'll gradually phase out? Perception. Believe perception. in dark hour. Do you believe in God? It depends on what you define as God. I think a lot of people separate themselves from a divine source and they look back on it and again, live that separation. If you understand that you're part of a matrix or some sort of AI interaction simulation, then you have no choice, but to accept that your very physical makeup, your emotional makeup, everything is a part of that system too. So, you know, maybe this perception would bring people closer to the idea that there is one source of energy or something along those lines. But uh, it's a good question, Ali. It's a very good question. Cause I mean, cause that, that question would, be infinite if if this keeps going yeah like, I, 
you could always think that um as far as god goes that we 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 create gods for the the time we're in and um so if you look at if you look at us being like a primitive sort of tribal race and we we don't really understand we we know we can make fire for instance but we don't understand why it works and like just merely extinguishing fire with water is some sort of magic you could create like a human deity which you you could worship and when you look at simulation theory that to me feels like a modern technological version of creating a god that we can understand because instantly what you've done is you've if, if you think oh well we're all part of a computer program you've instantly humanized like reality um so it's it does that it does it not mean that if let's say for instance that simulation theory and the idea that we are part of some sort of um uh, endless uh endless amount of different realities which are created by something which has us running to do some task would we get to a point where we understand that so much where we create something new because we develop more? It always feels like it's, it's like what I say about UFOs um, as far as them being like nuts and bolts craft that people hop in and use a joystick to fly around or even, even control with your mind. It's always stuff that we can, we can understand. And it's like maybe uh, six or seven steps ahead of where we are but it's always very human and it's it's where i always say that we've we've lost the idea of accepting that maybe magic's not real maybe this that these things are a force beyond what we can quantify yeah something something created it uh, yeah maybe i mean we we create stuff we don't we don't we don't really know we just but, even but, even the idea even the idea of there being a singular creator like a, a an entity out there which builds it is is the same as us looking at a um like a lego car and going well somebody built that lego car at some point so even even the idea of making a creator means we're humanizing it because we like the idea of hands putting things together and then presenting a, an end product. Yeah, that's a human way of thinking. What if yeah. we're just evolution, man? Why does everything have to equate to God or the, the all-being and all this stuff? Why can't it just be? Well, the problem's, they, the, the, problem's the Big Bang. The, 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 that's the, where they don't the even know if that are. really happened. No, no, no. But the, what I mean is that it, what, when we try and look at things now, that's the problem because what that is is our um our modern day. no but our modern deities as far as when when you when we're looking for uh like modern day esoteric truths would be science and uh, scientists and what they ask is that we we allow them one miracle and they will give us the answers of everything and that's that's the problem because you always come back to that one miracle and that's the the sticking point so until it isn't. Like, like, like Mr. D.B. Cooper says here, I love the religious aspect for, for his next kindly, generous gift here. Thank you, my friend. Stop, Mr. D.B. Cooper. Oh, um, just quickly, sorry, just while we're talking about, talk, uh, he mentions the Bible, just quickly, I'm not a religious man for a, uh, for a kickoff, but 
uh, when we were talking before about Buzz Aldrin getting punched, I wanted to jump in and say something. No, and Buzz Aldrin punched somebody. Well, well, yeah, sorry, we'll Buzz Aldrin back, well, no, punched No, we'll yeah. come back to that, Lee. We'll come back to that because he ties right in with what, what the que- the question here. Uh, you know, what are my what are my views on the Bible? Yeah. I'm dyslexic. I've never read it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the honest answer. I've never read the Bible. I have had it. I have had it read to me though, and. Uh, I do find it interesting. I think I think the stories in there are very interesting. I think I think it's a terribly written book. I, the greatest I story that I, was I, never I, existed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what all I was going to say was, as far as the Aldrin thing, we uh, you constantly get conspiracy theories about. Uh, these people being like Luciferians and NASA being this like, massive Luciferian organization. Um, the fact that he wouldn't put his hand on the Bible and swear on the Bible, I think blows that out of the water because if, if he was a Satanist and he didn't care, he'd have quite happily stuck his hand on that book and gone, mm. yeah, we went to the moon, we went to the moon. I had a wank in the shuttle on the way for, <laughs> on the way there. I, I, I don't, I, do do you use that word in America? Wank. No, 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 no. we don't. You should. We should. should. Yeah. I try. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but is that so, what you're thinking about tantric sex? <laughs> it is interesting though, bit. and I will will say about the Bible here. So when we're on Matrix Theory, uh, simulation, when we talk about Moses parting the sea like that, magic, yeah. Maybe you just hacked it. Maybe certain people actually know how. And maybe these people that have, that have these special, and anybody who's religious now will say, well, you know, alien addicts going to hell, clearly, because he doesn't believe in God or what. I don't know what I believe. I really have no idea. I don't, I'm not saying it is a simulation. I'm just, I'm just, I just wanted to speak about it. It was something to talk about. Do a video well, or not? But take some Mo, Moses moving the Red Sea, like moving the sea and parting the waves. It was Moses, wasn't it? Was it yes, Moses? yeah, yeah. Well, take someone like Edward Lederskin, who created Coral Castle, and when asked how he was moving some of these blocks, his answer was quite simple. He said, "I figured out, or I learned the way that they built the pyramids." Is a very um, esoteric answer, but. This is what he claimed. If, if it's that easy to stumble upon, and by the way, he did actually put a book out uh, in respect to electromagnetics and you know some of these theories in his eyes. I have yet to buy it, but it is out there. You can find this. Uh, if it is that easy to just stumble upon something and remember, oh yeah, I remember how to walk. I remember how to you know use my arms. Maybe that's all it is. It's just something that has been buried away in us so long that we've literally forgotten every aspect of this until somebody shows it to us again or we discover it somehow maybe somebody has it in a dream i mean i'm reaching here but at the same time we have someone like edward Lederskin who actually had these experiences you know purportedly and he's left us this incredible uh architecture made out of i think it's sandstone if i'm not mistaken i'd love to go and look at carl castle i'd I'd love to go and have a look, look at that me too. I'd love to get down there. When I get to Florida, probably next year sometime, I will definitely be taking a ride down there. So I'm going to, Mr. DB Cooper, to answer your question here, I'm going to keep it on uh, topic, but 
if we do di get disclosure, okay, it, if you put that into simulation theory, that would ju just be changing the game up. That would just be... But when you... You talked about this on your last show uh, that I watched this morning, Rich. When you were talking about the... Um, the... Uh, um, where are the cousins from? I've forgotten. America. Hawaii. 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 Why did that just went out of my brain? Um, you talked about disclosure coming as in a false flag alien invasion. We see real planes going around chasing holographic UFOs of some kind. But if it's Matrix theory, then... Why would there need to be hologram UFOs? You know, why would there be? We're still we're still creating. We're them, still we? creating them. Yeah. So so so, there's there's people here creating the holograms in the sky. That are hologram that not holograms themselves. Just maybe maybe the fucking large hadron collider can hack the program. You know, it's maybe there's things out there. If you, if we if you look at it, is in like it's it's an actual computer, like which I don't I don't really believe. Um. But if if you look at it like that, that it's in a like a physical machine that we're all living inside, which is a program, then maybe the like the powers that be have have learned to hack that and can add stuff to it. Do we? Well, do you any of you boys actually think we will get whether whether the world that we live in is real or not? Do you think we we will get a disclosure this year? No, come on, no way, not ever. Do you not, think we'll, not I, ever? It, not I, I, in my I don't lifetime. Think, I don't. I don't think not ever exists anymore, Rich. Yeah, it does. I, after like, don't after, be so gullible. After the past two years, I don't. I don't think I can. I can say that. I'll, will I'll never bet you this. Again. I'll bet you a thousand dollars. Disclosure doesn't happen within five years. What's that in the pound? I, I, you're probably right. <laughs> Okay, I, well, I, you're, you're talking in the last two years, like the disclosure no, 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 can no, happen any day. I'm good. No, I'm gonna. Um, no, no, I told you. I, 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 I started. Look, Ollie, Ollie, Ollie's, get, Ollie's getting worried now. Um, I, I don't mean UFOs when I say the last two years. You mean aliens? No, I mean. Then what like, the hell's disclosure? That's disclosure. No, I mean. It means I the little green things with loads of little. Things yeah, what happened the last like, couple of years? This is oh, the reality. After, yeah, after oh, the C one nine, yeah, I'll give you, uh, I'll, yeah. I'll give you a clue, Rich. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, C one nine. I um, I yeah, I don't, I don't subscribe to the the whole. Oh, it, that would never happen anymore because the world feels so much more uh, chaotic and uh volatile than we all thought it would do we, we we all took it for granted that uh for so long that tomorrow would be the same as the day before until tomorrow came and then we were told not to go outside you know it's the it's a it's a massive change in in but to back your theory up which is i'm 50 50 on this by the way uh i do think that the whole ufo thing could just be another big just time waster for people in the same as it is. We, we, when you watch elon musk fuck about with bitcoin and people run around trying to work out what next imaginary uh crypto to buy um 
it, it, it's just distractions, isn't it? There's so many little distractions out there for for in for people. Maybe maybe the UFOs are just distracting us without getting me into trouble. Against what? Um, what the distracting us? So so what? So we've got the UFOs distracting us now. We've got that. If, you know, if, what... if I'm dead honest, I, I would say a a total political pa- paradigm shift for the Western world. I mean, the thing is, they they pulled the plug on us. Whether the intention was to control or to set free. What happened during that time, the last uh, year and a half or so, is that it allowed everybody to reset or at least have that opportunity to reset because everything it you it was like a one long continuous snow day wherein everything was interrupted by one mm. particular part of the event. And yet everybody had to change the way that they lived. And again, it was for such an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes 21 days, they say, to develop a habit or, you know, break a habit. Um, you know, we're looking at months and months and months of people introspecting and having to go within, realizing that some of them were bored in life, realizing that they have more in life than they think. I mean, you name it, everybody had a different experience with this, but there were a lot of people who benefited from that unplugging, myself being one of them, just mm-hmm. getting out of that routine for a minute, wherein everything is distracting me, uh, whether it's, you know, the way lifestyle with uh, family or it's, you know, my job or you know, I'm sitting around saying, well, I want to do something more, but I don't feel like I have the energy of the time. That's what that time period gave me uh, the opportunity to do is to be more myself and to grow into my own power. So if they were trying to control us with that, it backfired for a handful yeah, for of us. you and me and for but, a handful of us. Right. But a lot of the weak minded and gullible, not you, Lee, are I'm just saying, well, because I said you were gullible, but I, I take it back because um, I thought you were going somewhere else. But you are a little gullible here, let's admit it. Um, I like to think of myself as innocent, but carry on. Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, no, like like for me, I stayed at home. I worked at home and I do everything from home. So for me to mm-hmm. stay at home, no big deal. I actually mm-hmm. did better staying at, you know, while the whole thing was going on. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's weird how everything's changed. And I don't know where I was going to go because I became a wise ass for a second. <laughs> But it, it's weird, you know, we're, we're, I don't know if it has to do with the Matrix, but it was, a, I think the whole thing was an experiment for what's about to come. I think they wanted to see how much we would obey and listen and follow this and that. And, and, and you know, a lot of things were allowed to happen, at least in America, you know, the looting, the, the all that stuff and mm-hmm. killings, and it's still going on in certain states that are blue, but, uh, and maybe I, th- I, think one every, red one. I think everywhere is getting a different treatment with the situation. It's, it's a certain type of person though. I'm finding out it. It's a, I don't know, man, it's just weird right now. And I think the experiment is working exactly how they thought it would. And the media is controlling it and sure. it's all scripted. I think the whole thing's all laid out for the next big event. And if that's false flag alien invasion or matrix alien invasion, whatever you want to call it with holograms, then so be it. But I don't know. I don't think that can happen. I I think for humans, the matrix thing, nobody was going to believe out there. General population by 80 percent, 90. That's where we were with UFOs 60 years ago. That the belief was 80 percent. They didn't exist. So maybe I don't know. Maybe it's the beginning of a new era or paradigm shift. There you go. 
Hmm. Sure feels like something different. This isn't the same world it was a year and a half ago. It sucks. I don't like like, it. It's not like it's just recuperating either. Yeah, There's something starkly different about this world. Yeah. I feel like it's it's only getting started. but But that goes into that. When I said earlier in the show, the 911, how everybody was thinking about it at that time. Now, everybody was thinking about, I got to wear a mask, mask, you know, vaccination and all this stuff. And uh, people were just getting stir crazy. And that, that mind, everybody was thinking it at the same time while we were shut down. That had to have changed something in this whole world. If we're going to talk about vibrations and all that. You know, just by all of us thinking, I hate being at home. I hate this. I hate that. I don't know. It probably is making it darker. I don't. Um, yep. While we're, while we're sort of skirting around this sort of thing, I hate the idea that. Please skirt. Yeah, yeah. Keep skirting. I hate the idea that um, people seem to think that covering. 50% of a face. Doesn't <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, but no, I'm not going to say anything horrible. It's fine. But the, uh, <laughs> no, it's the fine. Mask, I just wanted to wear my hat. The, the, the idea that you can take, that you can so, take out the primary device of how we communicate with each other. Yeah. Which is 50% of facial expressions and your lips as well. And expect that's fine. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah, I really can't talk about that. No. So. <laughs> Sorry, what would I, ask? Yeah, I, do, I just just can't take the risk. No, 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 it's um, okay. I was skirting. I know I was skirting and getting closer. Yeah, well, the, the the thing is, right? Yes, we've been through a hell of a lot. Okay, as the human race, the human race, the human race has been <laughs> the human race has been through one one hell of an ordeal, but. We've been through shit before, and I know everybody says we've not been saying that. I did speak to an old lady uh, quite a few months ago when, when this all started, and she said, you know what? I went through World War II. Mm. It was a breeze compared to this. That's what she said to me. I was like, interesting. Wow. Interesting. Um, but the world has been through, if you look at time and you look at how civilizations have changed they've been through far worse than this i mean look look at look at america you know look at when when america uh when when people colonized colonized yeah america look at the look at the shit that the 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 natives went through you know this we'll get past this We'll move on to different things. Well, no, unless, unless there's always the, going to be something. There unless is always, we're the natives this time. Right. There's always going to be something, though, yeah. isn't there? There's always going to be something. There, there, will always, there will always be a challenge. There will always be something that keeps us on our toes, something that keeps us in the game, something to keep it entertaining constantly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I see how you're dragging it back. I've got to keep it on on on, on subject, but it, it, but I'm I'm a right though. I am no, right. No, so maybe that always way. Always some drama. It always so that, always. That has to always. be a problem. If you if you're going to have an equation, that has to be a that has to be a problem in the first place to get <laughs> has to, to get to be through a storm. to come with an answer. 
there because has to be a, a story. Sorry, Rich. No, I'm sorry. I was going to say oh, because anytime there's a disturbance in the force, that creates money. Uh, DB just dropped hmm. your super chat. You probably want to pop up. Holy Jesus Christ. I'm coming to Isle of Man with that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mr. DB Cooper 77. It's awesome. Mate, man. thank you, that is awesome, mate. Right. Jesus That's Christ. awesome. Mate, Rich, if you see Mr. DB Cooper on your, chal- <laughs> on your, on your travels, don't just what, what are you doing over there, Rich? <laughs> Give it a little kiss. I will. I, I uh, had a... Uh, uh, never mind. It just snapped out of my hand. Oh, another $10 from Mr. D.B. Cooper. Seven, Mr. D.B. Cooper, seven. stop it now. Stop it. Stop Remember it, stop my it. show the other the yeah. last week? I, I, I've, there yeah, there we I've, been here, I've been here before. What do I have to take off? <laughs> we the mentioned glasses. only the glasses. Only the glasses. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, the man, headset that, next. Uh, <laughs> the, do you know what I'm saying, though? There, there's always going to be some. There always is something. And it's like a story. Mm. You know, the, the, but that's because we read stories. Well, I don't, uh, but or watch films. You know, life is. What? Well, what's? Has anybody seen the Joker? Yeah, the recent one. Yeah, yeah. When he said, "When he says," there's a line in that. He says, "My, I, I fought my life. I thought it was a drama. It's It'd not. A it's, a, it, it's a comedy. Yeah, and that really did resonate with me. That as me soon too. as I was like, holy shit. And it, it's almost like, I wonder if, because I find Joaquin Phoenix quite fascinating. As, as I do too. As yeah, a character. Cool yeah. Where, do you remember when he did the whole thing where he, and I'm going to get onto Jim Carrey as well. But do you remember when he did the whole thing where he decided to um, be a rapper? Do you remember that? Who? Wacky Phoenix, where he he stopped acting. Oh and said, right! He said, "Um, he, he said, uh, I think he was on David, uh, David Letterman." Yeah, and he said, "Um, stop it!" And he was like really like nervous. And he yeah, he looked chewing, like a homeless man. He, he put <laughs> chewing gum underneath the table, and uh, thank you again, mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, he 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 took a, I think it was a year and a bit out. Him and his best friend. Ben Affleck's brother, Tracy, Casey, Casey Affleck. Yeah. Uh, if you're watching, uh, Mr. Affleck, sorry for getting your name wrong. Uh, he's a fan. But he, he kind of went and changed it up. He changed the whole thing of his, his life. And we all believed it. Well, I... Kind of didn't, kind of didn't. I didn't. thought this nobody believed. Really? I thought nobody believed. No, they did to start off with. Oh, yeah? People, to start off with, people were saying, because there was stuff leading up to that before he went on, where people were saying he was going insane. And you could see him growing the beard, his hair growing. And, and, and you'd see little videos of him um, where he was just off the rails. He went to a concert and he did some, like, it wasn't shit, but it wasn't good. He did some weird rap on stage and then he fell off stage, pissed, drunk, whatever you want to call it. And it's kind of like 
these people, they can get away with that. And they're, they're the people that we watch. Yeah, but I think you were... Uh, there's always going to be that section section of the sort of art crowd, isn't there, where which want to be quirky, want to be want to be cool and odd. It just makes me think that when you when you said when you said did you get it, you get it. Yeah, I got it. I'm getting pissed. This is for the kid who found my missing five k. In other words, he's going to be giving you five thousand dollars today. Oh, 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 somebody found his money. If I had five k to lose. I know. I'd be a happy man. So, Five dollars. So, so DB, yeah, yeah. give Ollie 5,000 no, pounds no. <laughs> so we so can so, lose it. So do, do you know what I'm saying, though? The, these people might actually be aware. Because look at Jim Carrey, yeah? Have you, have you seen the recent stuff with him? Yeah. Where he's, where he's been interviewed and he, yeah. and, he, and he said, somebody's interviewing and he's laughing. And she's like, what's so funny? He says, well, I don't actually think you're real. You're a tetrahedron. We're all in a tetrahedron, Michael. Isn't that what he said? Well, he said something along those lines, but he was obviously referring to the uh, tetrahedron in our auric field in relation to the Merkaba. I'm sure that's what he meant. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I just couldn't verbalize it. Well, there are a lot of these people that are sort of waking up, and it seems interesting that it happens at the end of their life or close to the end of their life. I mean, you look at somebody like Jim Carrey, who's had uh, one hell of a, a run, if you will. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get any better than that to, for some people. But, you know, there was obviously much more for him to learn in the way of his own personal spirituality, living in the moment. You know, some of these things that he's been talking about in respect to being free. And it's not just about finances. It's not just about location. It's about something internal that's touching people that maybe we consider to be untouchable, you know, and it's affecting them in a very positive way. But again, it's up to the individual. Now, yeah. He, I, I think he either thinks this is, he thinks certain people are NPCs, like non-playable characters. Yeah. Or he thinks he's God. I, I read that as he, um, he's obviously had a, a, a profoundly, uh, spiritual shift in the way he thinks but when he said to that woman he that you're not real i think he was talking about the like the world of celebrity and hollywood hmm. that's what i thought i think he was referring to i'd have to look at that again that's interesting how you take something like that you know yeah it's, i i just i think he's if when you've because there was another interview he said wasn't it, where he uh he, he said something along the lines of he, he spent so long trying to work out who the character of Jim Carrey was. And it, to, to me, it screamed someone that was trying to be somebody else, somebody for other people. Uh, I, I still, I like to, Jim Carrey, I think is an incredible actor. I think the, the, and it's, it, you only see that in um, the more serious stuff he's done. And I, I wonder whether a lot of this comes from like an artistic frustration that he was always referred to as the guy with the funny faces and the, the screamy voice. Do you remember the role he played uh, of that guy, the, in the film 23, where he saw the number 23 over and yeah, over again? Yeah. So that film is actually based, and this is what I, I, I haven't researched too far into it, but apparently it's 
based upon one guy's story of seeing the number 33. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. This, is this is true. This is true. I see the number. Well, it's not just me, Rich. It's loads of people. You see the 11 and 11. It's a good film. It's a good uh, film. And, you know, there's a lot of people that see the number 33. Mm. But my question to to any of you guys here here now, and this is this is all keeping it on topic of simulation, is have you ever looked in the mirror? And I've said this before on the channel because my dad, when when I used to walk with him as a, as a kid, nothing. I'm not going to talk about the UFO people, but he used to said, "Have you?" He said, "Oliver, have you ever considered that you could be God, and you've made me and your mother up?" <laughs> Love that. That's yeah. That's what my dad used to say. He used to say. He still says it. He still say. He still says this to this day. Get some but, interference here. Somewhere. Yeah. But but my question is to you guys. Do any of you guys have you ever looked in the mirror and thought, you know what? Maybe there is just me. Maybe yeah. when I when I, when I leave that room with that person who I've just spoke to, they're not even there. They're not even a real person. How can that person that I've just spoke to on the phone? absolute you c-u-n-t um be a real person you know how kind of kind of like yeah when when you remember those old school video games like when playstation one first came out and you'd be playing an open world game and it would only render where you were immediately in that in that spot so like anything outside of that didn't exist unless you entered this is interesting man well isn't it isn't it weird when you when you talk about uh, well, us being put in boxes and controlled that we always refer to these things as, as having an existential crisis you know it's if, if you if you have the type of conversations that we're having right now to to people in general um people would look at you awful strange most of the time if you just do the do they have this sort of conversation at work it right. makes you wonder it makes you wonder why why the the idea of thinking beyond yourself and thinking outside of um reality is referred to as like a crisis like where where did that come from good question it's a very good question uh, it had to be intentional Wherever the source yeah. of that is, yeah, that's an intentional. It's, it's a wall. It's a conversation wall. Let's put up. And let's not forget the one thing that's been going on in the chat room that I meant to bring up about an hour ago is uh, the secret. Do thoughts create things? And I say they do. Well, and that, and I believe I said at the beginning about sport, wasn't it? Where the idea that you could build a, a play up and something will come of it. What yeah. does this mean, this comment about American History X and me? That you kind of look like the guy from American History X, which isn't funny. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't. Is that the Nazi? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Rich, I spoke over Thanks you then. Steve. I don't remember what I was going to say. Sorry, that's my fault. It, I just did, I, no, 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 it, it was mine. It rung a bell about American History X, and I thought, is that not a Nazi guy? I'm not a Nazi. <laughs> well, well, this took a sour turn, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> I thought somebody had something to say. I mean, usually I'm the one talking. I mean, for all intents and purposes, I kind of crashed your show. Sorry. 
No, go, go on. Sorry, what was what was what was we actually saying then? Because um, that took me. Sorry, to uh, Rich was going to say something. I I spoke over him, and uh, yeah, I didn't mean to. It's not the first time you did it, so I'm getting used to it. Uh, what I was going to say was uh, that if we do live in a matrix and thoughts can create things, cause I believe they do, I've done it and it works every time. And then, you know, then people would say, well, how come you're not a millionaire then? If you can create things, why don't you create that millionaire lifestyle that everybody wants? And not everybody wants that. You know, people just like maybe being where they're at and enough is enough and you don't need to, you know, be a glutton and have more than everybody. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where I am. I like to live, just what, what I need. I don't need anything else. I don't need a Lamborghini or two or three. I do need a lot of shoes because I go out a lot, but <laughs> that's different. But you see, everybody's got their crutch. Um, but it does work. And if if your thoughts create things, then that means you can actually manipulate the world you're living in, your matrix, your reality, which makes you a god. And yes. I always say that I think I am my own God living in my own matrix, creating my own reality. Even when I sleep and when I'm mad, when I'm happy, I'm opening and closing doors all the time. But if you focus on it, you can literally close the doors that need to be closed and open up the doors that need to be opened. And it happened. And it happened to me a lot. And it recently was with the cousin brothers, cousins, brothers um, that it's in the, for another time, but. Yeah. I mean, it's if you can do that, then maybe we are living in a matrix or maybe the universe is a matrix and we just think it's a computer construct and it isn't. It's just reality. And maybe the reality is. Uh, well, now I just confused myself, but I <laughs> <laughs> see it just goes round and round and round. Yeah, I, I like that because that, that's what I, I was trying to say before and I was stumbling over it is the, the idea that the. There, there isn't a matrix. This is just the fabric of reality. Exactly. Yeah. Happy birthday, Mr. D.B. Cooper. But Rich, you talk about a secret? The secret? Uh, it's a book. This, the book, I've never yeah. read it, obviously. But Well, they. I got, I, I don't, I'm like you. I have a problem reading. So I got the DVD set and the book. But yeah, you can, it teaches you on how to um, use your mind to create the things you want. Like, let's say I want, and they tell you to start small. Like, let's say every time you go shopping and you never get that spot up front. But the next time you go shopping, imagine what it's like in detail that you're pulling up to, you know, you, okay, you get in your car, you feel the metal on the door, you feel the steering wheel. You're imagining all this in your mind. You're going to create that spot at the front. And you're going to imagine driving in your car, feeling the wind, seeing the weather, reflections, everything. And some people are really good at creating. I'm I'm one of those people that can create because I have a great imagination. And the more you can create and as fast as you can create, you can create that spot in front of the shopping mall. And it does happen. They tell you to start small. So I'm imagining that I'm driving there and I see the open spot. Now I'm going to get in my car and do it. Mm -hmm. And the spot will be there. And it happens a lot. It's crazy how that works. And I have a story about creating $5,000 that me and my wife so desperately needed. And it showed up 30 days did after D- I D- started D-B-Q doing the secret. To give it to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't know him back then. But uh, maybe in some strange universe, he knew me. 
That's no, what you're saying is absolutely true, Rich. I even experimented with uh, some of the lighter ideas wherein you're, you're saying you're creating a space or uh, you're creating a situation where you're going to run into somebody that you've maybe lost touch with. And next yeah. thing you know, you turn around and there they are. Uh, my story with The Secret, at the very first day that I read it, and I apologize if anybody has heard this, I'll make it brief. Uh, I read it in one sitting, took me six hours. I said, oh, let me try something. Let's see what happens. And to, to make a, a point known too, it's not just the visualization as Rich is mentioning, it's the tactile sensation and how you feel yes. at that very moment that you're going to focus on. The visual stuff is great, but it's about how you're feeling having a million dollars. How would you feel right now? If I give you a million dollars, your body might relax. Your mind might start going somewhere else. Oh my God, I don't have to think about certain things. It would change the way you feel. So that's what you want to capture for that moment. Yeah. So I said to myself, okay, let's try this. Uh, I need a bag of weed. I don't have any money. I'm not getting paid uh, for a little while. So I, I just need weed. Let me just try something. So I did this whole exercise like Rich is mentioning. And sure enough, within 15 or 20 minutes of you know this exercise, I received a text from somebody I used to live with, but I, I hadn't seen for you know some years. And he says, hey, what's going on, man? You have a parcel of mail at my house. I've been sitting on it for a while. I keep meaning to you know let you know. And also, I have some great weed. I'd love you to try some if you, if you come <laughs> by. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But I'm thinking to myself, still, I, I don't have any money, but at least I can get the parcel. So I show up to this uh, house, and I open up the, the mail. And it was a refund from my student loans for exactly the amount of money that it would have cost me to buy an eighth from this guy. And I thought, <laughs> I looked at him and I said, oh, my God, you believe this? You know what this is? He goes, yeah, it's a secret. I said, what the hell? Because he's not spiritual at all. And yet he was aware of what was going on. And I was like, no way. And I looked down on the check and I had to cash this check within two hours. Oh, Otherwise, that was it, the 180 insane. days. So he'd been sitting on this for so oh, long. Oh, my God. And there you go. Right then and there, I walked out with a bag of weed. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, I didn't even try. You know? Yeah. Gotta, you got to think about it and you got to let it go. You got to go through that exercise that Rich is mentioning, and then you let it go. But you it were will in come. his matrix. I was in part of his matrix, too, yeah. clearly. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That blows me away. Yeah. I love that story. Yeah. It still blows my mind. I believe today. in it. A lot of people uh, don't, I, and, and you I, know, I some, to an extent, some people say that. Well, you know, it doesn't work for me. Well, you've been a certain way your whole life. All those doors are closed. Some people are doing this uh, secret, and they're starting to just get the grassroots to come up and break through the top. And they're like, "It's not working." And Mold along just goes, "Yep." And you just killed everything you did for all the all that time. Um, but if you give it time, believe me, it does work. And uh, I, I uh, God, I'll talk about this tonight, I guess. It's crazy. Yeah, thanks for yeah. bringing it up, whoever did the, the secret. I think it was the you. Matrix. You, it wasn't you, me. You, it was in, I think it you? was uh, okay. DB, somebody oh, okay. in the chat room, I think. Do you think you it, can get an audio version, Rich, of that? Did you, you've got an audio version of it? I have the, the DVD set, yeah. It will be on Audible. It was a big enough book. That it's it on Audi Audible now? Well, yeah, Oprah yeah. was the one that promoted it like 15 years ago. Yeah, there was a really weird thing UK-wise with The Secret because um, there's a, oh, a TV celebrity. Any Anyone that's around in his 30s yeah. or something like that will, re will remember Noel Edmonds, like 30s and, and upwards. And... Um, he was on a daytime television show and it was really weird. Like he brought the secret up on daytime television in the UK mm. and <laughs> he was destroyed to the point where like ridiculed he, his TV career just evaporated. Wow. 
Tragic. So yeah, it, it was it, it was really quite Bullshit. strange. I, I, yeah, and it, I I remember uh, watching. I was if, if anyone wants to go and find it on YouTube, it was like Noel Edmonds on this morning talking about the secret, he and just, um, yeah. he uh, he was just talking about it, like you you can ask the universe for things, and the universe will provide you with what what you ask for. Mm-hmm. And even even back then, I remember it sort of resonating with me. Uh, it did not resonate with the majority of the British public at the time. People have to be ready for that sort of thing. They mm-hmm. have to be ready to uh, undertake any sort of information. Listen, there's a reason that groups like the Illuminati uh, had held on to certain knowledge that may have been left over from, you know, civilizations like Atlantis or Lemuria or so mm-hmm. forth. Uh, you know, these very, very esoteric principles in the way of creating reality and the power that we have. I mean, they, they held it intentionally so that one day their idea, I think initially was that one day they would bring it back out. But when the consciousness had reached a point that in respect, I'm sorry, in disseminating this information, we weren't going to use it to destroy ourselves. That was the idea. Yeah. Well, boys, we've been going for two hours and 10 minutes now. And, uh, I think we could talk about Matrix Theory all night long. Before we, we do get off, um, Rich, have you got a show tonight? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, I do. What's today? Friday? Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I got a show. Yeah, it's coming up in uh, two hours and 50 minutes, and it's going to be a good one. What's right on? here on YouTube. Give, give us a sneak. Give us a sneaky. I have no idea what it is yet. <laughs> You're just like me. We just, we just literally, we create a thumbnail and we just hope for the best. I have the thumbnail. I created it yesterday. I just, you, wait, uh, you wish the universe to provide you with a show. Thank you for that. A good show. Now that is a good, a good show. Yeah, a good yeah, show. yeah. Sorry. Hold on. Let me do it. Done. Okay. Hey, I'll tell you something real quick here before you go on. Before every show that I do, and I won't say that I'm as diligent as I'd like to be, but I'd say 90% of the shows when I sit down and lay down to meditate, I am literally imagining myself sitting into the seat, opening up the screen, welcoming in the guest. We're both smiling. We're both laughing. And that is the vision that I keep for the show. And I'll tell you what, the times that I actually do it consciously, that's what I experience. The -hmm. times that things are a little different or it goes a different direction. Usually the days I decide to skip it. That's saying. me too, because I try to do a little meditating before each show. Yeah. So how, how's it work with you and Darko? So, 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 Darko, you 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 don't have a show tonight. You do you have a show I tonight? Did. I did. What time's yours? Uh, that will be on in I think about a half an hour minutes? here. Forty-five minutes. Yep. I have Alex Oyen coming on. Oy. Oyen. Uh, oh, Rich. By the way, can you can you send Mister DB Cooper a link? So I just want to have a word with him after the show. Uh, so he can he can drop in, send him a link to this show. Yes, to the, to the streamyard. If you oh, wouldn't yeah, mind, yeah. if you wouldn't yeah. mind, so, so I can have a chat with him. All right. uh, Mr. DB Cooper, Rich is sending you a link because I haven't got your email. If you email me, I'll have your email. But uh, I appreciate everything you do. And Lee, Lee, last but Hi. not least, you're going down the comedy route. Are you, are you gonna have some UFO comedy? Maybe. I don't know yet. You need, you need, I think you need the, to do some some some, some like sort yeah, of the, the, the YouTube's ever evolved. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh go and like the YouTube thing or whatever. Follow I don't know what you do. Subscribe, subscribe. Uh go subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh Musty Audio. 
if you listen to podcasts, look for Miss Musiori on, on podcast stuff, and I do podcasts too. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm well, dead good at self promotion, by the way. Like, really good at it. If you need yeah. tips, just ask. I just, I just, I don't think none of, none of you big yourself up enough because all these guys are absolutely fantastic. And Dark Arrow, I will put your link in the description. You are listening to Musk's audio.